okay in the uh, Fabrengan that we're learning, as in most Fabrengans, the Rebbe covers many different subjects, and he jumps back and forth between the subjects, and uh, to make it easier for uh, for us to follow it, I think it will be easier for us if we stay with one subject at a time. Uh, so I'm going to go a little bit out of order of the uh, way that I've said it to hopefully, uh, so I can understand it better. Um, there is a um, Pasuk in this week's Parsha uh, about Tefillin. And uh, it says in the Talmud that um, the entire Torah is connected to Tefillin. So although every mitzvah has a connection to all other mitzvahs, and that's why the Gemara says that if you are um, involved with one mitzvah, you're exempt from doing a different mitzvah. Uh, because, because the mitzvah you're doing has in it a component of the other mitzvah as well. Not just you're doing one mitzvah. Every mitzvah has in it an element of all other mitzvahs. And so while you're doing one mitzvah, you, you're, you're also involved in the other mitzvah too. And therefore, you don't have to stop this mitzvah, do that mitzvah, because um, uh, because this mitzvah has in it the components of that other mitzvah as well. So, by all the mitzvahs except for tefillin, it's not as obvious its connection to all their mitzvahs. By tefillin, we find a unique um, connection that the Gemara says that it has a relevant relationship to all their mitzvahs. So, how, what is unique about film. How do we see more of the mitzvah element in film than other mitzvahs? How do you make film? Take an animal hide and you make this animal hide a object of holiness and that's really what every mitzvah, every mitzvah is. Every mitzvah is taking a physical object, making something spiritual out of it. So that, that's what happens in every mitzvah. You're taking something physical and you're creating something, something spiritual out of that physical item. So by film. It's uh, obvious. It's it's how you see that. This before this was an animal hide, and now it's now now it's a, a holy object. So you don't see by, by tzedakah, for example, the money that you give to tzedakah doesn't become a holy money. It's, it's you're allowed to exchange that money, right? You put the money money in the pushka. You can use that money for change. Doesn't doesn't become holy. But the truth is that you are creating uh, holiness in Shemaim in heaven through giving tzedakah. And you are elevating the godly energy, um, not just in the in the in the tzedakah that you give, but uh, in, in every dollar that you earn. It says in Tanya that by setting aside a portion to charity, that elevates all of the money that you have. That, that just like in the in the Beis Hamikdash, where they would offer up one animal, that animal elevated all the animals in the world that brought oh, that, that elevated entire world. Similar way, when you portion some of your money to, money to tzedakah, that has an impact on the money that you're not giving to tzedakah. So by every mitzvah, there is a physical item, and there's a spiritual impact. By tefillin, you see how this physical item is now a holy item. Before it was just a cow, now it's a holy item. So um, that's why the word tefillin comes from the word toifel, uh, which means connection. An esrig is um, an esrig is also something which wasn't holy before, and you now made this an object of a mitzvah. But by tefillin, it's the Rebbe writes hareza in yon haprotich la mitzvah. That it's that is the specific um, 
Every mitzvah, in addition to being the will of Hashem, it has its unique uh, component. Every mitzvah has a skula, has a spiritual remedy. So there are other mitzvahs where the physical object becomes a, a spiritual thing. But by tefillin, that's its theme. The theme of tefillin is about converting the physical to the spiritual. In, in other places, um, the Rebbe says, for example, um, that in other, uh, in other, there are other schools of thought that out of Judaism, Havdil, there is a discussion about what is the most important thing to focus on, your uh, ideology, your behavior, or your character. Uh, and in Yiddishkeit, uh, uniquely, there is a holistic approach. Hashem wants the entire person. Hashem wants all, the, our entire being to be connected to Him. And it's a tefillin. <clears throat> you see openly how it's about the entire person. You see, you see um, how Yiddishkeit says, "Put on the tefillin," and thereby, by putting on the tefillin, that's going to bring your entire persona and make it part of. It's going to elevate it and make your mind think differently, your heart feel differently. There, there were certain instances where famous rabbis made some remarkably foolish statements. And uh, the Rebbe said that apparently this person's film isn't kosher. Because how could it be a person with kosher film? Because it's just, it's just such a thing. So some things that was by wearing film, it, it puts your mind to feel a certain way and your heart to feel a certain way. And um, so it, it does something to us as, as people in a, in a down-to-earth way. That's one of the reasons why uh, the film straps are supposed to extend uh, so low, because the film is about elevating the, every part of our persona, even, even the uh, lower elements of our persona. So, um, so while other mitzvahs have this component of, of transforming the physical to the spiritual, that's what film is about. Film is, is about transforming, in other words, by, by mitzvah of Essig, for example. Essig is not about transforming the physical to the spiritual. That's a What's the word in English? An ancillary component? Is that right? right usage of that word? I'll hear from Yonatan later if it wasn't. Um, so it's... it's a, uh, Auxiliary. Auxiliary. Ancillary. Ancillary. Thank you. Uh, whatever. It's something which is not the main, the main thing. It's something which, which also happens. It also happens when you, when you, when you do an... Es- the mitzvah of Esther, you're also elevating the physical Esther and making it whole. By tefillin, that's what it's about. The mitzvah of Esther is about unity, according to one explanation... Mitzvah Esrig is, is about uh, proclaiming Hashem's truth in, in all directions and every place. Mitzvah Esrig has, has another component there. Its, it's transformation element is just an auxiliary and is a side component. By Tefillin, its theme is the transformation of the physical to the spiritual. That's what it's about. So that's why the Gemara says about Tefillin specifically that it's connected to all mitzvahs because it is the, it's, it's something which is central to every mitzvah. Every mitzvah does this. Every mitzvah elevates the physical and transforms it to spiritual. So, in this Fabrengen, they've explained many concepts about tefillin. I'll just do one of them. Um, how do we know we're supposed to wear um, four sections of the Torah in our head film? It says in the Talmud, you should tie it as a sign on your hand, and it should be a sign between your eyes. So the word the Talmud uses for sign is totafos. The word the Torah uses is totafos. And it, Rashi says, why does totafos mean four sections of, of why is it a, a four compartments? How do, how do we get from the word totafos 
there's a sign. How do you get to four parchments in the word totafos? So Rashi says that in Kant, Rashi brings from the Talmud from Rabbi Akiva that tat In African, pas means two. And in Caspian, tat means two. So two and two is four. Tat and toitafos. Both toita and fois together, you have uh, you have altogether four, and that corresponds, that hints to the fact that it's supposed to have four parts of the Torah in her head film. But the question is, you have two words that can mean two. You don't have, who says it's supposed to add the two and the two together? You have two words from foreign languages that both translate as two. Where do you get four from? It says two twice. You should have the thing, you should have two and two. You should, it doesn't say you should have two plus two. It says, this is a thing of two. There's two parts of this word, this word face, and both parts of the word mean two, not four. So actually, Tosos disagrees with Rashi, and he has a whole different way of understanding the, uh, the uh, message of, of four from the word face. Tosos has a whole different thing. Tosos says, the word Tosos is... Um, is uh, used in the Torah several times. Sometimes the word teitafais is written with a vav, sometimes written without a vav. So the Talmud says, how come teitafais is sometimes written with a vav, sometimes without a vav? So the Talmud says like this, that uh, hold on a second. Yonatan's thinking, I don't wake up in the morning to do tesfis. Uh, and certainly not to tetafis. But today, that's the price you pay. Okay. Um, okay. It says in Gemara Sanhedrin, it says in the Torah the word l'tetafis three times. In one of them, it has l'tetafis without a letter vav, and the other two, it has letter vav. So, so the letter vav is, is plural. So, um, so Tesa says uh, it would seem that if each if you take the uh, three times the, Talmud, the Torah uses the word Lotetafais and um, you should have you should have um, hold on a second yeah Tesa says, if, if, if according to Rabbi Akiva, each time it says Lotetafais, it means four, and you have three times the rule so you should have three times four. You should need to have 12 sections in our film, because each rule means four, and you have in the Torah it says three times Lotetafais, so you should have, you should have, you, should need, you should need to have 12 sections of the film. So, so Tesa says, why don't you need to have four times four? It says four times. Uh, we said that one of the lotetafais is written. Um, it, it, it's written with a vav, which means it's two, and the other two are written without a vav, so they equal one. Let me start over again. Lotetafais by itself, according to Rebekiva, means four. So if you have the letter vav, so then that means you're saying there's more than one tetafais. So that means you have four times. It means you have four times two. 
So according to Rabbi Akiva, it would seem it should have 16 parts of tefillin because it's four times four. But Rabbi Tesa says, according to Rabbi Akiva, one of the teitafais is not extra. It's not something you could derive things from because the Torah needs to use that word just to tell us the fact that you have to put on tefillin. So it's not meant to extract from it the meaning of what the tefillin are about. And therefore, you only have three remaining words of teitafais. So with three remaining words of teitafais, you should have... 12 sections in film. So Tesis answers, uh, the word Teitafais is translated as, as for, Hold on a second. Tesis says, the reason why you don't need to have three times four, according to Bikiva, is because Teitafais means four in every language. Teitafais darish dalabatim l'cholashim. Teitafais is, not means, but Teitafais is, is interpreted as four for all languages. Which means, in other words, that it's not that we're using both um, parts of the word to equal up to four, like Rashi says. Rather, according to Tesis, the word Teutophis itself means four. So, uh, so, how come we don't have 12 altogether? So because we're using the same word. Okay, I give up. I'll have to look at this later. But let me tell you what, 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 what we're going with Rashi. Okay, I have to look at the tesis. No tesis is saying, but uh, the uh, what Rashi, what, what what we were asking was about Rashi. Our question was on Rashi. Rashi, how come Rashi says that there's four, there's two parts of the word, and who says the two parts of the word mean should add them together? So the Tzemach explains that although we're saying that the word Teitafais is part Caspian, part African, it's not that. that Tzemach Tzedek says, not chas that the Torah has some words in it which aren't holy, and we took words from other languages. The Torah is the first language, so how could the Torah have words of Caspian and African? So the Tzemach Tzedek explains that the word tat and pas, which both mean two, originally were part of the holy language of Hebrew. And then when Hashem mixed the languages together with two other languages, so so the, in Caspian and African, they took, they took the... Um, they had some of the holy language in their language, and therefore they have some Hebrew words in their language. It's not that we have, we have, uh, we learn what the Hebrew words mean from other languages, and Torah has words from other languages in it. Rather, the Torah is a holy language, and the Torah's language was mixed together with other languages when God mixed together all languages. How does that help us? 
Because then it comes out that the word toitafos is actually a Hebrew word. It's a Hebrew word. Toitafos is a Hebrew word. And tat and pas, the two parts of the Hebrew word, we know what the two parts of this Hebrew word are from the other languages, but it's not that we're, 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 we're taking two words from other languages and, and, and we have this word in the Torah, which has two parts of, of another word in this language. Rather, it's our own language. So if it just meant two, it should just say part of the word. Why, is it, why, does, why does it have the whole word? If it only meant to have two parts of the tefillin, it should just say toit. Why does it also say voice? It's to tell you there's four. If the Torah would have said the word toitafos is derived from other languages, and we know that tat means two from Caspian, it means, and we know voice means two from African. So then you might say, okay, so toitafos has the word two in it twice. doesn't mean that it means four. But now that we're establishing that toitafos is originally a Hebrew word, so now we, we, we know that there's actually two parts of this Hebrew word, which both mean two. So now we have a, a word in Hebrew which has a double expression of two in it. And therefore, Rashi says it must mean four. Okay, if I got everybody lost, I apologize. And I'll hopefully uh, come back to t- the Taisus and uh, give you more insight in that Taisus. Okay, this is all relevant to explain another concept, Ngerset Shuvah. The Alter Rebbe says Ngerset Shuvah, if a person makes a mistake and they do Shuvah, uh, it's not sufficient for them to keep the same level of Judaism that they had before. The author gives the analogy, if you have a knot and the knot tears, you have to make a double knot to replace it. And it brings from the Tanit Veil Yorabba. Tanit Veil Yorabba says a similar thing. He says that if, you, if you're used to um, studying one chapter, they study two chapters. If you're used to studying one page of Talmud, study two, two, two uh, pages. That's what, that, that's what it says over there. So you're supposed to have double. But when the Al-Tarebbe explains in Tanya that you have to have double as much connection to Hashem as you had before, the Al-Tarebbe uses the expression that when you tie a knot that has ter- torn, you ha- that place where it's torn has to be kaful mechupal. Now, kaful mechupal means two and two. Kaful means doubled, and mechupal also means doubled. So kaful mechupal doesn't just mean to make a double knot, as it says in the Talmud, Rather, or, or to in two pages of Talmud, like the Tanah of the Rabbah says, rather means four. So how come the Altar says expression of four if he's talking about two? In the place where the terror was with Hashem, we have to make a kaful mechupal, a double, doubled knot. So, in a similar way that we explain the word Taitzafais, we're going to explain this as well. When you learn two pages of Talmud every day, it's not that you now know two pages only. Every, it says in the Talmud that the words of Torah are poor in one place and rich in others. So if I learn twice as much Talmud every day, I'm not only going to have know two, twice as many pages of Talmud, but each page of Talmud that I study, I'm also going to know that page that much better too. Because... The additional each each additional study is going to add also not just to the quantity but the quality of the learning. In a similar way, in tshuva there are two components. One element of tshuva is regretting the past. Another element of tshuva is acceptance for the future. So, in order for there to be a permanent resolve to connect myself to Hashem and to stay connected, it has to be in a way of doubled and quadrupled, that's the, um, 
in order to make these two elements of tshuva perfect. In other words, each element has to be tied. It's not just two two knots or four knots. It's more like each and, and four separate knots to make this connection. Rather, what we're talking about is that the first knot is considered a permanent knot because it has another knot keeping it in place. And the second knot is considered a permanent knot because it has another knot keeping the second knot in place. So uh, the tshuva service of Hashem is not just double as much as the tzaddik. It's a whole different way of serving Hashem. Just like, uh, for example, it says, it says about a, um, it says in the Talmud um, that if a person's done a sin, I'm sorry, that's in the Talmud. A person should never say, I don't like eating white meat. But what should you say? You should say the Talmud says, I love eating white meat. Uh, I don't mean chicken, you know. Anyways, I, I love eating uh, ham. But what can I do? My father in heaven said to me, I can't eat white meat. I can't eat ham. So the Mizitcha Maggot says, you can only say that. In other words, you should say, I'm doing it because Hashem said so. You shouldn't, you shouldn't say it because it's bad. Mizitcha Maggot says, it depends who you're talking about. If you're talking about somebody who never has never tasted ham, so then fine. But somebody who has already made many mistakes in their life, they don't. They shouldn't play tricks like that. They shouldn't. They shouldn't try to in, engage in a subject where they're seeing something that they failed in before in a positive light, because that can trigger things and that can lead in the wrong direction. So only a tzaddik was never made any mistakes in his life. Only he could say, "I would rather have this, but I can't have it because Hashem said so." But someone who has made this mistake before, he needs to be more distant from this. And he has a different way of serving Hashem. So when we say that, that Baal Tshuva has to study twice as much Torah as he studied before, it's a whole different level of Torah study. And it's, it's similar to um, when in, in Tanya, the author uses expression doubled and quadrupled in other places. The author uses this expression um, when he talks about the exertion you need to have to, to, to meditate in, in the greatness of Hashem. He says you need to have a great exertion, doubled and quadrupled. That's all to be used. And all to be used expression also about joy. He says, when you think about how Hashem is happy to have a home in your heart and mind, that should bring you to have a doubled and quadrupled joy. Because you think about how Hashem is happy with you. Hashem is happy to be with you. So the meaning of a double joy is not just a, a uh, two kind, joy times two, but each joy adds in the other. When God sees that a Jew is happy, that adds joy to Hashem. And when a Jew knows that he causes joy to Hashem, that adds to a Jew's happiness. So it's not just there's a double joy because God's happy and the Jew's happy, but there's a symbiotic... It's like we learned yesterday in the laws of Shabbos. The Ramam says if you carry a weight that's too hard for you, Ramam says you're not liable to death penalty on Shabbos. If you carry something outside that's too heavy for you to carry, you're not liable to death penalty because you did something, something which is unusual. So let's say you can carry 50 pounds, and I can carry 50 pounds. And we carry out outside on Shabbos something which is, which is 150 pounds. The Ramam says we're liable. Why? Because two people, two people, because the sum is greater than the total of its parts, and two people carrying something together are able to do more than each one by themselves. There is something added by the symbiotic energy of, of us both together. So in a similar way, when we talk about God's joy and our joy, though, the Alteris says we should be happy in, in, in thinking how happy Hashem is in, being, in, in having a home here, that happiness is symbiotic. It's something more than just two. So in a similar way, when, we, when the Alter says about, about uh, uh, 
uh, when, when talking about tshuva, they have to have a doubled devotion to Hashem to learn and study more Torah. It's not just a, an additional amount of Torah. It's a deeper approach to the study of Torah. Uh, it, it, it's similar to um, in Tzvon Shalyan, Tzvon Sharash, that the halacha is that you could wear each tefillin by itself and it's still a mitzvah. If you only have one, tefillin shayat, tefillin sharash, could you wear only one? It's happened to me many times. I asked someone to want to put on tefillin. I'm like, ah, I, only want, I put on the head one. You know, I, I don't want to do the whole thing. But this, 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 in addition to the fact that you put on both tefillin, you have two pairs of tefillin. Each pair contributes to the other. That's why we wear them together. Okay. So that's the basic idea of, of tshuva, that it's not just, you, just similar to tefillin, it's not just you have two, um, two pairs of tefillin, but each one adds to the other in a similar way. When a person does tshuva, and, they, and they, as it says in the Torah, they're supposed to add in their Torah study, it's not just additional Torah study, there's a whole different level of bond with Hashem. So that their regret for the past, the acceptance for the future, is a doubled and quadruple knot in the sense that it's, it's a resolve that, that, that will not be broken by this uh, additional uh, learning and uh, adding to the Torah study that you're doing, it, it causes there to be a, a different kind of connection, not just quantity. Um, all right, any questions? All right. Shkoyach, Yonatan, Shkoyach. Yeah, David. Thank you. The regret for the past, the future, is a doubled and quadruple knot.